0: Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AEM podcast. I'm Mary Spies, a Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets, we saw the US dollar and bond yields rising further, helped by some US economic data. Uh, We also had the Fed minutes from their most recent meeting out, but they contained little new information. The S&P 500 equity index is down 0.8% on the day. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is higher, up 0.3% on the day, all the majors falling moderately against the US dollar. The Aussie fell from 64.67 to 64.17, that half cent fall took it to a fresh nine month low. And the Kiwi fell from 60 to 59.29, also making a fresh nine month low. The Aussie Kiwi Cross is just a tad higher. Uh, it did rise from 108.02 to 108.40 overnight, and it's currently at 108.20. In the interest rate markets, US two-year Treasury yields are higher, up from 4.9 to 4.99. So is the 10-year, from 4.17 to 428 And uh, Australian interest rates have only partially followed those moves. So the three-year yield there is up from 3.89 to 3.93 and the 10-year yield up from 4.19 to 4.24%. And following the RBNZ's uh, decision yesterday to remain on hold, uh, the markets are pricing for the next meeting, which is on the 4th of October, uh, only a two basis point uh, higher OCR, effectively saying uh, nearly no chance of a rate hike in October. They do, however, have about a 50% chance of a rate hike still for the month of February. In the commodity market, Brent crude oil fell 2.1% to $84, Copper's down 1.2%, iron ore's unchanged and gold is down 0.7%. Now the bits and pieces of economic news out over the night worth mentioning. Uh, The Fed minutes were probably the highlight and they really didn't give us uh, anything new. There was something in there for the hawks and the doves. Uh, On the hawkish side, most participants saw uh, upside risk to inflation and that might require further tightening. But on the other side of the coin, um, many were worried about over-tightening and the risks of that Uh, The data that uh, was noted by the market was U.S. industrial production for the month of July. It did beat expectations, and so too did housing starts. And following that set of data, uh, we saw the Atlanta Fed upgrading its model estimate for Q3 GDP. Uh, Recall yesterday it was upgraded on the back of some stronger retail sales numbers. Well, this is on the back of last night's data. Uh, It's increased yet again to a 5.8% annual growth rate, which is uh, fairly solid. Uh, Also worth noting that in the US, 30-year mortgage rates have risen to a 20-year high of 7.16%, according to the MBA. And earlier overnight, we had UK CPI inflation for the month of July uh, a tad stronger than expected. Uh, headline did fall from 7.9 to 6.8, but the markets are expecting it to fall to 6.7. And core, uh, notably, didn't budge, so uh, that remained at 6.9% annual. Markets are expecting a 6.8. On the day, what's out there could be market-moving. Uh, the main event for the markets, we think, will be Australian jobs for the month of July. Uh, we're expecting a fairly robust print in employment. And elsewhere, uh, in New Zealand we'll get uh, second quarter PPI inflation. Uh, Markets will keep half an eye on it, but we've already had a lot of inflation data out, uh, notably the CPI release and the Reserve Bank's view of things, so it may not be uh, much of a market mover. Uh, Looking further afield, in Japan we'll get uh, June machinery orders in the Eurozone, nothing much there, and in the US, a lot of second and third tier data, jobless claims, Philly Fed survey, and a leading index. So really nothing major on the global docket. Uh, We think Australian uh, monthly jobs data will be the highlight for us. That's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.